1: Big guess. The big picture. Afternoons with Rob Brinkinridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3. 770 CHQR. Questions being raised about the uh, conduct of our next guest. Uh, First, you heard the story this week. Members of a thalidomide survivor group felt as though they were belittled by Kent Calgary MP, minister responsible for persons with disabilities, Uh, very upset about some things that were said by him at a meeting that took place last month. Since that came to light, a Calgary woman who's engaged in the class action lawsuit against the federal government uh, has come forward with allegations that uh, Minister Hare was condescending and disrespectful to her in a conversation that also occurred last month. So, let's try to get to the bottom of all of this. Kent Hare, Calgary MP and Minister Responsible for Persons with Disabilities. Mr. Hare, welcome to the program.
0: Rob, thank you for having me on the show.
1: Um, a lot of people are struggling to make sense of all of this. Um, what's your side of the story here?
0: I, I, I recognize, Rob, that when I, I speak to people, I, I tend to be... Very frank and honest, and I've, uh, I've governed myself to trying to be that way when I work with constituents. However, uh, let's be clear, I regret my comments, and I, I know they were brash and inappropriate, and I sincerely apologize. Okay,
1: so is that an acknowledgment then that you, you said the things that other people are saying that you said?
0: In terms of I had, I recall having a conversation with Ms. McCrae in October 2016. It was a difficult one, but but this is no excuse. I understand that, that I know that uh, uh, this was uh, wrong, that I'm unreservedly apologizing, and that uh, I'm going to continue to move forward and, and take steps to ensure that I'm doing the best if I have, on, on my constituent's behalf and as a parliamentarian.
1: Now, members from this uh, thalidomide group maintain that you said at one point everyone has a sob story. You even said that you probably have about 10 years left. That's good news for the Canadian government. Did did you say those things?
0: When, when I was with the, the members, I I assured them that I was going to work hard, as we do for all Canadians who have uh, disabilities and exceptionalities, that uh, that's what our government is, is, is committed to. And I know that uh, I, uh, I, too, uh, understand the, the great difficulties that they have had. Okay? It has not been easy. And uh, that was expressed. And, again, uh, it was uh, my apologies if my comments were, were misconstrued and uh, I immediately called the group after I heard that they were uh, having uh, issues with the meeting and uh, offered that apology uh, in due course.
1: But the fact that it, I mean, it happened in the first place, what, what does it tell us about, is it a temperament issue, a judgment issue? Again, we're, and, and I've met you before, again, this, this seems out of character for you. I'm trying to understand it myself.
0: I, I recognize that uh, when, when speaking with, with people, with, with really trying to uh, work with them to not only better their lives but uh, have significant outcomes, that I tend to be very frank and honest. Uh, and, and, honest. And, and I can know they can come across uh, in particular as, as brash and inappropriate. And I, I sincerely apologize this. and I'm, I'm going to... Uh, use this as a moment where I commit myself and, uh, to bettering uh, my interactions and do uh, as a human being as well as a parliamentarian.
1: Now, of course, you're representing the government as, as a minister here. I mean, have, have you had conversations about all of this w- with the prime minister or w- where, where do you stand then in terms of your, your current position and, and whether the prime minister still has faith in you?
0: I'm committed to working as hard as I can each and every day, uh, for Canadians uh, in this country, I know as Minister responsible for sport and persons with disabilities, I know i 'm committed to bringing in accessibility legislation that 's going to better their outcomes and ensure that we have uh, a quality of opportunity for for people in this country, whether you 're born with a, a disability or not or acquire a disability. This is the uh, work that I am committed to to ensuring that uh, I do uh, the best we can to ensure a more more fair, more responsive uh, Canada.
1: All right, but you don't intend on resigning the portfolio.
0: I work as hard as I can each and every day for the the Government of Canada. As you're aware, I serve at the pleasure of the Prime Minister and I will continue to work as hard as I can to uh, deliver results for people in, in this country in a real pragmatic fashion. All right.
1: Well, Cantaire, I do appreciate you making some time for us here and addressing this uh, directly. So thank you for that and all the best to you.
0: Thank you so much. Uh, all right. Take
1: care. That is uh, Kentair, Calgary MP, minister responsible for uh, persons with disabilities. Um, so there you go. That's his response, that he is going to take all of this to heart and do better. Again, I'm still not sure what to make of all of it. Uh, the comments made to the uh, thalidomide survivors, it's pretty stunning what I read. And I asked him directly about a couple of those quotes in particular. He didn't deny it. So I don't I don't understand why he would say that in the first place. Look, I'll say this. There's this latest story that's come to light, this uh, Calgary woman who says that, that he was rude and disrespectful to her. Uh, So she's part of a a class action lawsuit. There's a group of of women who who are suing the federal government. They're claiming that they were denied benefits while they were on maternity leave. So this is still before the courts. Now, obviously, the government has a position that they are in the right for legal reasons. These women believe that they are in the right for legal reasons. It's being fought in court. But apparently, the, the way the story's been framed here. This this woman called Kent Hare's office last or in October rather, very upset, very upset that the government's continuing to fight them in court. So she asked him specifically, "Why is Ottawa continuing to fight sick women?" And Kent Hare replied, "Well, Miss McRae, that's like asking when did you stop beating your wife." I'm kind of sympathetic to to that response because. He's trying to say, I don't know that I accept the premise of your question. It's obviously not the government position that we hate sick women or we want to deny benefits to sick women. Obviously, these women feel strongly that they're in the right uh, and that they were denied something they were entitled to. So if Kent here is feeling on the defensive and he's rejecting the premise of the question, I don't know that that's entirely out of bounds to say. So if this were the only story that had come to light... I'd say, well, what's the big controversy? The issue with the thalidomide survivors, I, I think, is much worse and reflects much more badly on Cantare. And so at the very least, he should apologize. Uh, he wishes to remain in that cabinet portfolio. I'm not so sure if that's going to happen. And now maybe just with something else added to the mix, whether it's defensible or not, just makes him look even worse. And uh, so I suspect he's, he's fighting for his cabinet position here. So what do you make of uh, Kent Hare's explanation slash defense? Nine seven four eight two five five. Also still to come, we're going to hear from Kathy Takaros, the author of a new book called Dream Big. And how about this for a story? A woman falls into addiction, into homelessness, is able to turn her life around and uh, get off the streets, get into a job, turn her life around. Quite a remarkable story. Uh, we'll hear Kathy's story coming up as well. We're back with more right after this.